It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. They were a laxative. They'd be so powerful, you could stand on your head and sh** on the ceiling. Oh yeah. Would not only be unveiling, but also undignified. You're listening to Hollywood. On What's up, everyone? On iTunes and all major podcasting platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? Make some noise, guys. Make some noise. Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker Radio. How are you guys doing out there? Are you guys settled in? Supposed to be a pretty bad week this week, so be careful out there. Today, we got a good show for you. We're going to start showing the hypocrisy that is law enforcement, especially one piece that shows you the way some of these people are trained. Yes, we all know that they have a grudge against bikers. Been that way ever since World War II, I guess you could say. Hollister, all that good stuff. So we're going to get into that. Also, the motorcycle shows ain't as popular as they used to be. They're talking about a new way to, uh, you know, unveil the new models that they have for the motorcycle company. So we're going to take a look at that. We're also going to take a look at, uh, you know what, it's it's an actual good story about Leo where he comes out and talks about the lockdown, all that stuff. Because, you know, states right now, some are actually giving tickets, arresting people for disobeying the, uh, you know, the stay-at-home order stuff. So we got that also in this segment. So we're going to get to the news right now. Okay, before we get into this story, don't forget to visit our support store. Woo, I'm telling you, we got a lot of good t-shirts over at uh, the support store, our Hooligan Mafia clothing line. All kinds of good t-shirts, so make sure you get on over there and uh, help support the show. Let's talk about could motorcycle shows become a thing of the past? I recently did the Rosemont show, and I gotta say, man, it wasn't that good. It it was more pop and circumstance than it really was about the motorcycles. Yeah, they had a great, you know, lineup, but, you know, because me, it's just not Harley-Davidson. Sorry to say that. Yeah, I had the Fat Boy, but I also got a Boulevard I really love. I like all types of motorcycles, man. I'm just not a Harley freak, you know, even though, you know, I've owned, I don't know how many damn things, uh, but I do like BMWs. I like Indians, Suzuki's. I like rockets, anything with two wheels. I just love the design and the technology behind them. So uh, it was pretty disappointing, uh, the Rosemont show, because... It wasn't really about just a bike, man, the motorcycle. It was about all these little activities going on around everybody. 
It was more of a circus, if you ask me, than it was a motorcycle show. So, you know, I really could see this kind of stuff, uh, especially with a lot of virtual technology taking place uh, because of this lockdown stuff. A lot of people, you know, they're saying, wow, we to do virtual. We don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to spend any money. That type of stuff. They're using Zoom and all that good stuff. Uh with both BMW and KTM withdrawn from the EICAMA for 2020, could the alternative platforms become the new future for revealing new motorcycles? This by VisorDown.com. Uh, they did confirm that they won't be at the show in November or the preceding Intermont event in October uh, because of the crisis. While both events are some months down the line, even if the world has returned to some form of normality in the wake of the pandemic, the top announcements give an insight into how the top motorcycle manufacturers are bracing for some tough months ahead financially. And Harley-Davidson, they're going to be giving out their first quarter results, I believe, uh, April 18th. That's going to be a big day right now. Sell if you have the stock, man. Sell because it's going to tumble. I already know their numbers are going to be down the pit. So if you got that freaking stock, man, sell it. I, I Last time I checked, it was like at 17 a share. Uh, not doing too good, man. You might be able to pick up at 10 a share. Uh, that might be something then, you know, you'd uh, bump it off and get rid of it after that. But I don't see any good future for that stock. Uh, the reasons for BMW and KTM withdrawing up for the shows are multiple, both financial and in terms of practicality. Firstly, attending these shows is very expensive, running deep into the millions for the bigger manufacturers to run a stand. Even then, you are still competing with numerous other brands for exposure and airtime on the same exhibit floor. And it was, like I said, it was a big circus at the one I did, and I can see where they're coming from, the manufacturers on this. Uh, however, with March uh, signaling the start of the crisis in Europe, manufacturers will already be getting an ideal of the impact of slump in sales projected to be 70% alone in March, which I don't doubt, man. I, I really don't. Uh, it's going to get pretty bad with the economy out there. And hopefully, guys, uh, you know, number one, are hunkered down safe. Number two, uh, you were able to plan for something like this financially. If not, uh, you know, all our prayers are with you guys. Uh, probably worse in April and maybe beyond will be affecting their bottom line and the cash needed to keep these things functional. At a time of belt tightening, putting on a big show might be seen as frivolous. Uh, again, I agree with that, man. I agree after seeing, uh, you know, that show. Uh, motorcycle launches set to move to online formats, which you can't blame them, man. You got It's funny with uh, the news, the media... Uh, just the other day, a newspaper in our town that's been around since, uh, the Civil War, I don't know, 150 years, whatever it was, they're finally laying off 20 printers, sending it to a combined, uh, deal up in Wisconsin, 
because nobody's buying papers. Why should you have to buy papers when you can get the information for free on the internet? Now, that is one of the things that is really happening right now uh, between creators and mainstream media is mainstream media saying, oh, crap, man, you know, everybody's moving to these independent creators like uh, my niche and those that are in my niche, the biker stuff. Uh, this is something we cover entirely where they don't, you know, so we got that from them. We got the subscriber rates, uh, our subscriber rates on the radio show, HarleyLiberty.com outnumber freaking any, uh, you know, <laughs> local mainstream media paper. We just kill them. And that's why a lot of the platforms are trying to tighten rules on creators is because, oh, no, the MSM is out there, you know, freaking out because their market share is getting, you know, killed. It's just getting killed, man. Uh, so I don't, you know, blame any of these manufacturers going to an online format. Recently, Honda and Suzuki opted for an online presentation to launch new models in Japan in lieu of the canceled Tokyo and Osaka motorcycle shows. Honda even opted to bring in a lively presenter to skip between the exhibits showing them off. In March, the cancellation of the Geneva Motor Show, just two weeks before it was due to begin, suddenly left automotive manufacturers with new metal to show and nowhere to do it. Uh, so they're getting smart, and, you know... <laughs> They really are. Then it goes, uh, uh, you know, the talk about is there platforms or a place for shows like the uh, I or EICMA. Uh, like I said, again, I don't really think so. Uh, let's get into this one story. Uh, this is out of PJmedia.com by Megan Fox. And this is the one story I was talking about. The rebellion. This is not Nazi uh, Germany or Soviet Russia where you are asked for your paper, says Maine Sheriff. Now, you know, I'm always busting on Leo, and that's just because of their actions against bikers and clubs and stuff like that. But there are some out there that really believe in the Constitution of the United States and the oath that they took to uphold that Constitution. And this is one of them, and this is Maine's Franklin County Sheriff Scott Nichols has a strong message for the governor of Maine Janet Mills, who issued stay-at-home orders with threats of police punishment, if not followed. Remember, we are not in a communist state, man. We're in a free state. We're in a capitalist society. We're in a republic. And these stay-at-home orders, they go smack dab right into, you know, in the face of our constitutional rights. You know, that's one good thing about having a constitution, a bill of rights. Uh, a lot of times when I'm talking about this stuff, like in Australia or Canada, they don't have that kind of stuff there, man. They don't have Bill of Rights. Because if they did, you'd never see these uh, bikey association laws that they have over there. So, you know, that's what really makes America different. Anyway, he goes on to say... Uh, Sheriff Nichols issued a statement on Franklin County Facebook page saying in no uncertain terms he will not follow the unconstitutional order. So you got to give this guy props for this, man. We will not be setting up a police state, period, he wrote. The sheriff's office will not purposely go out and stop vehicles because they are on the road or stop and ask why people are out and about. To do so puts our officers at risk. This is not Nazi Germany. 
or Soviet Russia where you are asked for your papers. The sheriff's announcement comes as a welcome sign to Americans who have been arrested for insane things like praying outside, surfing, or trying to drive to work. Someone has to stand up to the unconstitutional directives that are being handed down daily by government officials, and it will fall on the sheriffs to uphold what they know to be their legal and lawful duties, none of which involve trampling the rights of citizens. Uh, you know, <laughs> a lot of people have been talking about this, that this uh, going on right now is a, you know, uh, an impromptu freaking uh, martial law type of deal. And it's some, some scary stuff, man. They were arresting, uh, you know, people uh, doing the church thing. Uh, I think it was California or something like that. I don't know what it was. But it was a guy who got arrested for defying the stay-at-home order. And if you think about it, what's going on with the, and look at the government. You know, you got all these uh, lefties out there that are crying and whining about this meds. They're trying to ban doctors from using it. You know, who made you an MD, man? Really? No, they're overstepping their constitutional powers and people are... I think people are really getting sick of it. You know, give it more than 30 days, you're going to see some real hell coming loose. Because after that 30-day mark, people are starting to get anxious. People are starting to get tired. And they're just not going to deal with this kind of crap. So, you know, this is an impromptu, you know, it's getting you ready for freaking martial law. Martial law goes down, all hell's going to break loose. So you got to give it to this guy uh, from the Franklin County Sheriff's Office. Uh, great statement right there. And you know what? Props are deserved. Props are deserved, man. Uh, anyway, this is what I was talking about. Uh, outlaw motorcycle gangs, aspects of the 1% culture for emergency department personnel to consider. And this is a bulletin out of the NCBI. Uh, I believe this is New Hampshire. Uh, I'll get more of that. Uh, but this is kind of a, a thing that they're handing out to emergency personnel members about clubs. Uh, they go on to say the emergency department, you know, and when we're talking about that, you're talking about cops, you're talking about firefighters, paramedics, nurses, doctors, uh, is, and they claim that it, it, at a particular high risk for violence against healthcare workers. What are you, stupid? Really? Unreal. Uh, the arrival of an injured gang member should cause ED personnel to become more vigilant for violent outbursts. The gang threat assessment published by the National Gang Intelligence Center in November 2011. Now, this goes all the way back to 2011. It's what, 2020 now? Uh, indicates there are an estimated 1.4 active street prison and outlaw motorcycle gang members in more than 33,000 gangs operating in all 50 states, the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico. Uh, they go on to say outlaw motorcycle gangs are an iconic element of the criminal landscape in the United States, the country of their origin. ED personnel may encounter members of these groups. You notice how they put them, you know, the clubs in uh, the gang and the cartel and the mafia freaking type of deal here? Unreal. Uh, they go on to say they have expertise in sophisticated weapons and possess an intricate, intelligent network. 
Uh, outlaw bikers refer to their organizations as one percent or motorcycle club rather than gangs. No, that's actually you guys giving them that uh, you know designation. Then they go into the term one percenter. We all know about Hollister and all that type of stuff. And then they talk about the one percenter patch. They go into the criminal hierarchy. They get, can go into four freaking categories, support clubs, satellite clubs, regional clubs, and then larger one percenter clubs. Uh, then they go on to say interle- uh, club relations are complex, all that bull crap. Then they talk about black OMGs. Uh, but this is the type of stuff that emergency workers are being you know, taught. <laughs> it's unreal. Uh, so, uh, you know, let me go in there and talk about this first. Okay, you know, continuing on that subject, before I do, though, I was receiving emails all last week, and I wanted to address them emails real real quick. Uh, people were sending me pictures of cops in this club's uh, colors and, you know, asking, well, you know, I thought 1% of clubs ain't supposed to have cops in their clubs or ex-law enforcement. Guys, you know what? Send them that stuff somewhere else. I really don't care. Uh, I'm just going to be freaking honest with you. I don't care who's doing what on the internet, who's doing what on YouTube or Instagram. I don't care what club they're a part of. I don't care if, you know, they have you give me pictures of freaking cops and their club colors or calling themselves one percenters. I don't care. I'm Biker News, and, you know, you guys want to get into that, all that drama crap, go over to who the hell ever you're talking about, man. That's just not my gig. There's more important things in uh, the lifestyle than getting into all who's a part of who and what's a part of what. Everybody knows uh, when it comes to one percenter clubs, I really only consider, you know, maybe 10 to 15 of the old clubs, one percenter clubs. Uh, you know, the ones that started back uh, all the way in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, them type of clubs is what I consider it. But that's just my personal opinion. That doesn't mean that you have to try to get somebody who's doing creations or whatever the hell they're doing uh, on any of these platforms, a got you moment. But you're not going to get it from us, man. You're really not. I'm not going to play that game. So you just stop sending all the damn pictures to me. Uh, I'm here to discuss real stories and real issues. When you guys send me them kind of pictures or you're saying, hey, got you this or I told you that, that's for the club scene to deal with, man. I'm not in the club scene, man. That's not my thing. I, I give overviews of what's going on as far as the news stuff, my personal opinions on the news, then I put it out there for debate. I'm not here to freaking fight your games and all that BS because this club is uh, supposedly a one percenter club and has a bunch of ex-cops in it. That's just not my problem. That's not my deal. Clubs, you deal with it. And that's I'm not going to do a story on it, you know, because people have been asking me to do a story on that stuff. I ain't getting into that, man. You know, that's more drama to me. Anyway, you know, more important things I'd like to talk about when it does come to Leo is look how they're being trained. These are 
this was a government agency that released this, and this ain't even having to do with Leo's, man. This has to do with emergency uh, department officials, man. We're talking about nurses, doctors, freaking uh, firefighters, paramedics, the whole nine yards. And I guarantee you one thing, bikers love all of them. They love all of them because they're there when we get our butts in trouble, go down on a motorcycle. The, you know, everybody knows me personally, firefighter and paramedics is, you know, they're right up there only under freaking veterans of this country. I love firefighters. I love paramedics. They are just some of the best people on this earth. And you know what? I consider them guardian angels, man, because uh, my local fire department's been here many a times when I had some pretty bad freaking seizures. They were with me the whole time. They talked me out of these seizures, and I give them nothing but praise. So I kind of take offense to the emergency personnel uh, bulletin being done like that because I know a lot of one percenters think the same damn thing and that's the problem and hopefully there's some legislation that MPP can do or abate you know I get the motorcycle profiling stuff but there also has to be something in there about combat and this type of stuff uh, being released to emergency uh, officials about well you got to watch out for uh, outlaw motorcycle clubs or people that are motorcycle club members because there's a big threat of violence if you treat them. Come on, man. You know, that patch is a club. That doesn't mean you're a damn criminal. You know, you got to get over that stuff. And like I said, you know, yeah, there's good, there's bad. You know, I always believe in a line, man. I'll never cross that freaking line. I'll never sit and drink with you or party with you uh it's just not me and where i come from but you know when you got to give your due like the one i was talking about earlier in the program give him his due because he's standing up for the constitution of the united states gotta give him his due man i don't care if he's wearing a badge or not at least he put that out there now would he feel different about bikers i have no freaking clue but you know he went against that uh, order where he said he's not gonna sit here and put on a police state and stuff but I do believe that's one of the issues, and I think I'll actually raise that issue with some people, is that bulletin, because that's not fair. For one, we're all Americans, and, well, you know, some are illegal, but uh, for the most part, you know, we are Americans, and, you know, we deserve the same treatment, and we shouldn't have emergency personnel afraid for us. And, you know, on the flip side, what you know, I can say to emergency personnel, our firefighters, our nurses, our doctors, our paramedics, is that you'll find no better friend than you will in a biker and a motorcycle club member. No better friend that will go the 10 miles for you if you need it. And if you need to back in, bikers will be right there with you, man. Don't listen to these emergency bulletins or whatever they put out, uh, you know, all these years ago when people are still using them. It's just freaking uh, beyond me. It, it, it really is. So, you know, that's what I have to say on the subject. What do you guys think, man? Let me know in the show notes. Uh, also, on uh, our radio show, you guys can now leave me a message if you want, and I might just play it on the show. Uh, leave you, you you can leave your comments there, record them, and uh, I'll put them on air if you want me to put them on air. So, you know, that's just a new thing that we're uh, going to be doing. 
Also, I'm thinking about a, a program where we can do a Zoom. That's where there's a bunch of, you know, people can come into a chat room. Uh, we can talk about all kinds of subjects. I'm waiting to see how to structure that. So stick with me on that. I think it'll be really fun and being able to get everybody into a video conference and, you know, debate and all that good stuff instead of just me out here, booing, you know, talking, talking, talking. This allows me to give a lot more interaction with the listenership, the readership. So let's get into that. Give me some ideas on that. Let me know what you think. Uh, let me know what you think about all the stories today and the points that I brought up. And again, stop with the damn pictures, man. And you know what? That's one irritating thing that, you know, I don't mind getting leads on stories that I might research and might cover. But to uh, intentionally send this kind of stuff to get drama started, I'm not on that, man. So with that, I'll talk to you guys on the next freaking episode of Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. If you'd like to help us out, there you go. PayPal.me backslash Insane Throttle. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Be safe. Check out this.